0: 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, The TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. This is Eric Casher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, and that means they keep the product on hand so when your A.C. breaks, they've got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me?
2: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
3: Stick to the truth, it's what you're good at.
0: inside new orleans i'm your host eric Asher, 106.1 fm nash icon on your radio dial taking you home each and every weekday afternoon four to six thanks so much for being there iheart radio app TuneIn radio app our digital platforms free download for your smartphone or tablet take the show with you anywhere and of course also you can get our podcast there because our podcast is everywhere anchors our home base but we are on your favorite podcasting platform NASHFM 106.1 and ericcasher.com on the World Wide Web. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show and Instagram. That's our social media platforms. And, of course, today's program brought to you by our good friends over at Hendrix Gin Neptunia. And, of course, inspired by the magic of the sea. Uh, of course, uh, it's the Hendrix home uh, in, in southwest coast of Scotland unmistakably Hendrix, but with the uh, addition of um, invigorating blend of coastal botanicals and a fresh, crisp citrus finish. Uh, Again, it's a part of that special edition that um, we put out uh, every single year so far over the last three years when it comes to um, uh, Hendrix gin. And, of course, uh, it has been a huge seller. Um, Notes of coastal freshness balanced with fresh notes of uh, of citrus, uh, alluring juniper, uh, with, again, uh, LinkedIn, by the deep earthy notes of locally sourced uh, uh, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and that unmistakable crisp finish that is Hendrick's gin. Get out there and buy a bottle right now of Hendrick's uh, Neptunia. Uh, again, p- now part of the portfolio of William Grant and a, p- a proud sponsor of, uh, of our Monday show. that's a limited edition, folks. So, again, get there and enjoy it while you can. Uh, much much like, again, we've seen uh, with uh, with the previous uh, spent, uh, limited editions, uh, they go very, very quickly, and when they're gone, they're gone. So uh, get out there and enjoy it now while you can, and it's a great time to be able to enjoy that, again, especially in the spring and summer months here in New Orleans. Uh, today on the program, Mike Scarborough of TigerBraid.com is going to join us on the show at about 4.15. We'll get an update on what's happening with your LSU Tigers. i like to sell the bird rights. We'll uh, discuss uh, the, the season that has passed, and looking forward to the postseason for the New Orleans Pelicans. He's from the Bird Rights. He joins us at 515. And then we finish up, as we do on a Monday, with Larry Holder, the Athletic. We'll be talking Saints with him, and uh, looking forward to it, uh, uh, as uh, as always. Uh, this week on the award-winning inside New Orleans Sports, my colleague right here at 106.1 FM, and, of course, the head guy over at CrestCitySports.com, Ken Trahan. The legendary Ken Ken Trahan joins us on the program this week. Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also, again, a live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And then come the rebroadcast. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce and then 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. As mentioned, always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLATV YouTube page. So a lot to talk about. We'll start with the Pels. But first of all, before we do that, let me say this. Ladies and gentlemen, just another very, very violent weekend here in New Orleans. And, you know, it was we were, we were bracing for the violence during the um, Final Four week. And, yes, it was violent. But, again, fortunately for, again, for the um, – for the reputation of the city internationally, we did not have, again, any any, any um, tourist media members, uh, visiting uh, uh, team members, people from the NCAA that were either robbed, carjacked, or accosted, or, or again, uh, you know, <laughs> murdered or, 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 or robbed here here in our city during that time. But the violence never stopped. I mean, again, it stayed in, in the city, in, in, in the suburbs, and we, we're continuing to see that this ramp up with another bloody weekend. You know, it's got to change, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it just continues over and over again. And it's making it tough for people, that, again, that want to live in the city, to stay in the city. Those that, that, again, want to come to the city to, again, work and play and enjoy, the, the again, the, the vibrance of New Orleans, uh, much like we saw during the week of, of Final Four. Uh, we've got to do better. And it's just, it, it's you know, it's just a, Horrible situation to continue to see again the young people in this in this city dying over and over again, and then those that again that choose a life of crime at such an early age to again give up their life again whether it 's prison or again the opera, or, or, again the, the the possibility of again death you know just just really really sad on, on again where we are. Uh, in, in a post-Katrina world. And I've said this before. This is a byproduct of Katrina. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, when you talk about what happened after Katrina, you talk about uh, you look at the, the timeline from Katrina to now, where how old these, these kids are, and, again, what they've had to deal with in some cases. You know, again, uh, some of those coming back from uh, being in a situation where they came back from Houston uh, at, a, at a young age uh, and, and, again, jumped right into a life of crime. It's been it's been uh, really really frustrating for a lot of us that really love this city, to see again the, the the crime that is just rampant in every single neighborhood around. Let's hope we can get to a point uh, where we can have peace in our city once again. But let's let's talk something positive. And then really, first of all, congratulations to the Pelicans, okay? Because they are hosting the playing game on Wednesday night here in New Orleans at the Smoothie King Center at eight thirty. They'll be playing the San Antonio Spurs. Now. The Pels end the game, end the season, ten games under 500. I've talked about it. Look, it's been rare when we've had an NBA franchise in this city going back to the Jazz, which never were over 500. Uh, you look at again the Hornets when they came here uh, for over 500 for again a, a a a few seasons. Not again, nothing that you run a ride home about. And then of course the Pelicans, I believe one season, not mistaken, maybe two um, during that during this tenure when they began the Pelicans. I think it's just one. Well, they were over 500 but 10 games under 500, 36 and 46 after starting the season one and 12 and three six three and 16. It, it reminds me and I'm going way back to when I was a kid, right of the vibe with the jazz when the when when, when Maverick and the jazz were rolling, I think it was the 77 season and it was right before before Pete uh, you know tore his knee uh, doing that pass between his legs. Uh, which again uh, sidelined him and really changed the fortunes of the New Orleans of the New Orleans Jazz and also uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. That team was ascending and and again they were probably going to make the playoffs that year. And of course, when Pete got hurt, that was it. This is a little bit different, okay? This is a little bit different because this looks sustainable. Um, different than maybe again uh, the run with Chris Paul. Although again, if 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 George Shin would have would have um, paid Tyson Chandler. More than likely, again, the big three, West, Chandler, and and also uh, Chris Paul might have had an opportunity to have sustained winning here in New Orleans. We saw a little bit of that with Mashburn that crew when they came to New Orleans, which was a ready-made team coming coming from Charlotte, right? Uh, But this is really the first time in a long time uh, that you feel like, again, this team is on the cusp of sustained winning. First of all, Willie Green did, did the right thing the other night, last night and again in sitting his starters. I mean, and when can you say that for for, for again an, an NBA basketball team to wants wait a minute, they're sitting their starters because they're they're saving them for the playoffs in this case the play-in tournament. Uh losing effort last night against Golden State 128 to 107, but it's all about one and done now, okay? Over the next week If the Pelicans beat the Spurs, they advance to take on the loser, the Clippers, Timberwolves. That'll be on the road. If they win that game, they'll be on the road to take on the number one seeded Phoenix Suns in a seven-game series. And wouldn't that be sweet? And we've talked so much over the last months and how this has really kind of changed. It's kind of been a little bit of a stock market type situation uh, with the Pels. Um, You know, the Changing the culture under Willie under Willie Green, which again was really the impetus for what we've seen in terms of again the change within the franchise, the buy-in to Willie Green. Willie Green, again, never too high, never too low, uh, rarely showing any type of emotion, um, and and the buy-in from the players, which again is, is harder in the NBA than any really any other uh, sport. Uh, We've seen the coming of age of Brandon Ingram. Yes, I know he was an all-star a couple years ago, but really, again, understanding his role and what he means to this team. The rookie class, which was incredible in, you know, in, in terms of, again, undrafted rookie and also, again, what they did with their first and second-round picks. Um, the offseason acquisitions of Valanchunas. And to a lesser extent, Graham, who is expected to be more, but still is a guy that can give you something off the bench. Uh, the blockbuster in-season deal to bring in C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and to a lesser degree, Tony Snell, uh, and then doing all this without Zion Williamson, who was, again, the, the player that this entire franchise was built around, this team was built around. Uh, so this is a, a great first step for a franchise that was on, on their third head coach in three years, a vice president of basketball operations that was no longer trusted by the fan base and the media, and was on his way out. Look, there was no way anybody thought that. Again, if you want to go back to October, November, December, and maybe even into January, that, that anybody thought that David Griffin was going to survive this season. He had lost the fan base. He had lost the media. Nobody was trusting him. Again, you were looking at again him, him you know, uh, giving away draft picks. Uh, you know, trying to make up for 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 again bad deals in the past. And there was I mean he was he was a dead VP on of basketball ops walking. There was no doubt about it, okay? Um, but the hiring of Green turned the fortunes of, of, of this franchise around, of this Pelicans organization. And yeah, look, I'll say it again. Griffin gave up, you know, precious draft capital to make up for personal mistakes that he made. You know, the training of Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Didi Lozada was a tough move on so many levels. You know, again, what Hart meant to this team, what he meant to the fan base. You know, again, the upside of Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Didi Lozada, two guys, that, again, that were former, former draft picks uh, in, in uh, I think that was Griffin's first uh, uh, round of picks here in New Orleans. But this team has a nucleus to have sustained winning next season and beyond. And especially if Zion... Gets a hundred percent invested in the franchise. Look, well, the cherry on top of the ice cream for for anybody in New Orleans that is a Pelicans fan is is, is the implosion of the once super team, the Los Angeles Lakers, who along with what Clutch, Clutch Sports, right, uh, Le, uh, LeBron James pulling the strings behind the season, behind the scenes, you know killed the, you know the Pel's. Uh, last run of the playoffs, right? Remember, remember coming into the season after the sweep of the Portland Trailblazers the year before, everybody thought Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, and the crew were going to take that next step as a franchise, and of course it didn't happen. Okay, there was a you know there was tampering with 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 um, uh, with, with the AD situation. Uh, which forced, a, again, a trade to the Lakers after, again, it was a cooperative effort between Clutch, uh, the Anthony Davis camp, and the Los Angeles Lakers to be able to get the Boston Celtics out of the mix here, which means, again, the only real trade partner for the Pels at that point uh, was uh, was the Los Angeles Lakers. That's the only market that you had. Uh, and when you look at that situation uh, and the forcing of that trade, the irony of it is the Pels get, get their lottery pick get the Lakers' lottery pick this season as they miss the playoffs, as they're in shambles, and they're firing their head coach uh, Vogel today. Um, in, in a, they're in cap hell. They can't make any moves. And they be, may be forced to trade Anthony Davis when it's all said and done. Meanwhile, the Pelicans have used the Lakers' trade assets that they got from Anthony, for Anthony Davis to rebuild this franchise. No one could have predicted that in 2022, not 2025, right, Uh, that that the Lakers would be so dysfunctional to the point that maybe now LeBron James may be trying to abandon the sinking ship. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And and let me say this. It's a sinking ship that he created. You know, Vogel walked the plank today, but it shouldn't be him that got fired. You should be firing LeBron James, the general manager, because he put this team together. Also, Clutch Sports, they should be fired as well. Look, no trade swap needed now. And this was one of the things we talked about when the, when the original deal was made. Look, at least as trade swaps into 2025 because, you know, the Lakers are going to be good for a while with LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the floor. And, uh, you know, again, so they may win a couple championships, but eventually LeBron's going to get too old and he's going to fade away. And then maybe again the, the, by, by 2025 they'll start to be on the decline and you'll be able to pick up again some decent draft picks. Oh, no, not so fast, my friends. Not so fast. No trade swaps needed. The Lakers are a dumpster fire, and the Pelicans are a team on the rise no matter what happens in the postseason, and they're going to do that on the backs of these picks that they got for Anthony Davis to, again, to rebuild the franchise. So, again, kudos to Trajan Langage. Kudos to, uh, to David Griffin on, on, again, the deal. And, again, it couldn't happen to, a, to, to a, uh, again, uh, a, 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 a franchise that is more hated in New Orleans than what the Los Angeles Lakers are. You know, always trying to re-usurp, again, the superstars here in New Orleans. And that, that goes a long way, okay, a long way. And that goes way back to Magic Johnson in 1979 when he ended up, again, being the first pick, uh, the, 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 the Lakers' first-round uh, first pick, uh, by the way, that came from Gale, the Gail Goodridge signing that was given to um, uh, the Lakers from, from then Commissioner Lawrence O'Brien. I say it all over and over again. Uh, the Jazz would still be in New Orleans if it was Pistol Pete Maravich and Magic Johnson in the same backcourt. But that never came to fruition. The Pell's in a position of strength now they're no longer relying on one player to make or break the future success of, the, of, of this franchise okay that's where they were at the beginning of this season it's zion or bust it's zion. if zion's not going to play well oh man look what are you going to do right back to the drawing board going to be back back in the lottery again no this is different now okay if zion isn't all in as i mentioned last week he, be, he can be traded for assets that can make the pels deeper and stronger if he buys him and expands his game on the offensive-defensive sides, uh, you know, the offensive-defensive ends, then he is the superstar for this team. that can go along with all-stars Brandon Ingram and, and, and C.J. McCullough, but I mean, to a lesser extent, and I, he doesn't get enough credit of Jonas Valanciunas and what he's been. He's a double-double machine. No, how sweet, I'll do it in the words of, 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 again, the legendary Jackie Gleason. Oh, how sweet it is to see the Lakers implode. And to see the Pelicans again rising from their dumpster fire. And now, again, everybody should get a T-shirt that says, that's all, folks, because that's all, folks, when it comes to the Lakers. So just a beautiful thing. The way this thing has transpired uh, goes to show you the basketball gods don't sleep, okay? They did everything they could to implode this team in a year that everybody felt was going to be where the Pelicans took the next step with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday, and it comes full circle on them and bites them And, of course, they're imploding. They're a a total dysfunction, and the Pels are on the rise. Got to love to be a Pelican fan today, no doubt about it. Um, The other big story today is Jordan Schultz that reported that the Saints are high on Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett and that they could package their picks at 16 and 19 to get one of those quarterbacks. let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I have no idea if Schultz is right, okay? Okay, maybe this is an agent rumor, okay, where the agents drop the rumors out there to be able to, again, uh, uh, get their their, uh, their, their uh, rookie to be able to kind of move up draft boards, you know, make them think that, again, there's, that there's a buzz around that rookie. You know, maybe it's a situation where the Saints are planning a story to maybe throw teams off. But if this is true, Mickey Loomis is out of his mind. Period. the end, Okay. Well, let me say this again. Because some of you guys live only in the present, and you guys only know, again, uh, the Peyton era of the New Orleans Saints. I got the full history. I've been around since 1967 when, when, they, when they first kicked it off, right? So I've seen every draft. I've seen every, every misstep. And I've seen the greatest of times and the worst of times when it comes to the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints. And Lewis's tra- draft record pre-Peyton is not great. In fact, it's very, very average. Okay? Very average. Go back and look. Let's hope the Jeff Islanders is make the final call on this draft. Which is, again, I'll tell you right now, which is one that when you look at this organization, we were led to believe they were all in on winning. Okay. If they're all in on winning now, okay, then to me it's a no brainer. You take the best player available at the offensive tackle position and the wide receiver position at 16 and 19, and maybe even 49. Because it's that deep when you start talking about wide receiver, you can really get two wide receivers at let's say 19 and 49. They can come in and start for you, okay, and be there for you for a decade. You again, to me, signing the honey badger, especially if he's willing to, to, to play for 10 million like he was uh, with the uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs with 20 million dollars guaranteed, is a no-brainer. Bring back Quan Alexander, what he means to, to this team and energy, and of course the depth at the linebacker position. You know, sign a veteran wide receiver to complement uh, Michael Thomas and the young wide receiving core. But let me see this: to give up all that draft capital. Let me go through this again. The 18th overall pick was the first round pick this year. 101 was the third round pick this year. 237 was the seventh round pick this year. 2023's first rounder, 2024's second rounder, to get what? 16 and 19 this year. 194 to use all that on a quarterback. That may or not may not be a surefire starter in the NFL for the next decade, to me, is foolish and reckless. Foolish and reckless. The trade looks like a great move if you can fill positions of need. The left tackle position, for example, for the next decade after losing Toronto Armstead. Look, well, they could have paid Armstead. Armstead made again a $15 million average, it is not is not getting um, Ryan Ramshack money. And, and he's paid it about about again the, the sixth highest. In, in the NFL, he didn't get the blockbuster deal. Now, a lot of that is because he's injured. Saints made a decision, too injured, too much money, we're moving on. I get it. You need an offensive tackle to take his position uh, for the next decade unless you're going to move Ramshack over and go for a right tackle. You know, uh, give Winston the, the weapons to work with. You know, again, I've said it before. Uh, you, you shopped at Big Lots last year for your pass catchers, and it showed. And Winston had no, had no weapons to be able to deal with. Maybe Michael Thomas comes back 100%. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's the same player. Maybe he's not. But surround the guy with weapons. Give him a fighting chance to prove that, again, he's a franchise quarterback. We know he's got the talent. Give him the weapons. But let me say this. Maybe one of these quarterbacks is the next Tom Brady. But if they're not, to give up all that draft capital that I just mentioned for one player, they can set the franchise back five years. The bargain is one of those quarterbacks fall to them at 16 or 19. And, look, I'm not all enamored at 16 or 19 to grab one of them. That's okay, Maybe they do. Maybe the Saints, again, take some more draft capital, and maybe they move back into the first round, the late first round, and grab one of those. Okay? But to package all those picks, essentially to give up three first-round picks and a second and a sixth for, for, for one quarterback, that's not a sure thing? That's something New York New York Jets would do. Okay? The Saints are a long way from the, ain't, from the Aints, right? What they used to be. But if Loomis blows this draft, they're on their way back to mediocrity. So I'm hoping that Jordan Schultz is wrong, okay? Because then you're in a situation where, again, you're giving up all these picks. And what, for one player? I mean, it's not Joe Burrow. You're not going up to get Joe Burrow. You know, I mean, again, so, you know, we'll see how this kind of plays out. But again, this is the season of misinformation. There's no doubt about that. Okay, this is the season of misinformation. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. But hopefully Jordan Schultz is wrong. There's been a lot of rumbling about the quarterback position. And, and you know, the Saints are, again, uh, you know, they're angling to get up to get one of those quarterbacks. In New Orleans, we don't hear that narrative. That's not the narrative here in New Orleans. You know, everybody feels like, again, this is an opportunity to do, again, uh, be pragmatic Go up, fill two needs that you definitely need, which is, again, the wide receiver position, the offensive tackle. And, and then hopefully, again, at 49, his best player available. Maybe it's a safety. Maybe it's another wide receiver. Maybe it's another offensive lineman. Look, you know we don't know if Cesar Ruiz is going to be a, a solid guard going forward. Maybe it's another offensive lineman. Whatever it is. Again, you don't package all those picks to move up to get a quarterback that might be a player for you that might be able to make it in the NFL that could, again, after a few years of grooming, be, be again a, a starting quarterback. When you package those type of picks to go up, that guy's got to be a first-year starter, and the Saints have already shown, again, this year that they're supposed to be all in, right, that they feel they have a Super Bowl-winning defense, and that they feel they have the opportunity with, again, just adding weapons to, to their repertoire, that they have a chance to be able to, in, in a pretty much wide-open NFC to maybe be one of those one of those teams that's in the mix at the end. But to give it all up for, again, a, a quarterback that's not a sure thing, reckless, very reckless. All right. Today's program is brought to you by our friends over at uh, Hendricks Gin, Neptunia. Again, limited edition. Get out there and get it. It's in your favorite uh, spirit store right now for you to be able to enjoy. Again, um, uh, one of the limited edition uh, Hendricks Gins that, that, again, come out um, – Every every year or so. And, of course, uh, this has been this is uh, fast becoming, again, uh, one of the favorites. So get out there, and, and again, and, and enjoy. Again, uh, Hendricks, uh, Neptunia Gin. Also, don't forget about my friends at Burkhard Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you can trust with your AC system, uh, especially right now. Now's the time to tune that system up. Get it ready for the hot summer months. If you have an issue with your air conditioning system, they got 15 trucks in the field. 30-minute courtesy call. They come out to your home or your business, get you up and running, making sure that again they're doing only the work that's necessary. And again, truly a company you can trust. If you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your AC system, whether you're in the market for a new air conditioning system and you're go- you're gonna go out there and get a couple of prices, make sure Burke out to the mix. Or again, you're looking for a company you can trust that can really repair that system, or again keep that system going by tuning it up.
5: This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nemtton to get on track with five steps to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register at ExpressPros.com slash talks. A free virtual event May 5th from Express Employment Professionals. ExpressPros.com. Look
2: out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection and the Train Expressway from Stump Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapitula South Peters exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. 10 eastbound delays are solid from Williams to Veterans, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the High Rise. Look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound. From Saint Bernard to Canal and delays. Pick back up ten westbound from just past Bonneville to Power. Look out for delays on the six ten on the westbound side from Saint Bernard to the ten six ten merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the ten six ten merge. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
6: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the Lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Bienvenue on Hickory. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night. Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday night's hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake and 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my A.C. ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any A.C. system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that A.C. this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you.
3: Celebrate spring at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Discover vibrant dresses, modern suits, and more from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.
0: Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia. Uh, limited release get out there and again enjoy again this uh this limited release by uh our friends over at william grant again uh it is a uh one one of the we do this about every single year over the last, at least over the last three years. But this, uh, again, Discover Hendrix uh, Neptunia, inspired by the magic of the sea, refreshingly infused with a blend of uh, coastal botanicals and a crisp citrus finish. Uh, it launched, again, just this March. Uh, it's a 12-month re- release, so, again, it'll only be around for a year. So get out there and, again, enjoy, again, Hendrix Neptunia, uh, now part of the, of the portfolio of William Grant. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at uh, Southern Tire Hickory Airline in Menory. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you are looking for a set of tires, you go no further than my friends over at Southern Tire. They have the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area and something for everyone's budget, no matter what you drive. 30 inches, so wheels and tires to 30 inches and financing available for you. Also, again, if you got damaged rims, they can repair those rims good as new for you, and they sell a great line of rims for you as well. Um, also, if your vehicle is uh, not under warranty and you're looking for a, a mechanic shop you can trust, the Piazza family have been around since 19. 19- 72 with Southern Tire they can be trusted with your vehicle again they got a long line of customers that again will tell you the same exact thing Uh, Again, doesn't matter what you drive. Uh, They have the diagnostic equipment available for you. Same diagnostic equipment that that you get at the dealership. And, of course, they don't have those dealership sticker shock prices. ASC certified technicians, same as the dealership right there at Southern Tire. Hickory & Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what may be wrong with your vehicle. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 it's Southern Tire Hickory Airline in Metairie. All right, let's uh, head to the guest line. A lot going on with the LSU Tigers to break it down for us. uh, From TigerBait.com, it is none other than Mike Scarborough. Mike, how are you?
4: Doing good. Just uh, a lot of football and football recruiting going on. Coach Kelly having recruits in every practice and um, a a big national uh, flavor to it.
0: Could you expound on that for us?
4: Yeah, you know, just uh, a lot of the kids that are coming in are, are from out of state. And, and and I think we've been seeing that trend now for the last couple of years uh, at post-COVID um, where kids are using their spring breaks nationally to hit multiple schools. We'll see kids hit LSU one day. They'll be at Alabama the next. They'll be at A&M, uh, Georgia, um you know you had a top defensive event from the country in the country from Washington State in this weekend. uh we've got a story on Chase Bassons, one of the top offensive tackles from New Jersey that was in this weekend that just is, uh, is up on uh, the cover story on Tiger Bait right now and um so uh yeah, they're gonna emphasize the state of Louisiana, but uh, don't kid yourself they're 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 still recruiting the best of the best nationally
0: before before we jump back into football I did want to mention Simone augustus getting a statue out in front of the pmac um when I heard about it again I thought it was it's a, it's obviously a great honor um what are your thoughts when you heard?
4: well I know that that was something that Kim Mulkey had brought up uh in one of her uh press conferences uh one of her zoom calls um you know during the season and um when you look at what Simone Augustus did, uh, there's no arguing that her impact was every bit as big as Shaq's. And, um, and look, uh, Kim Mulkey's uh, <laughs> obviously has a lot of sway. She says it, and then look what happens. And so, um, uh, yeah, that, that story just broke, and um, I had not had a chance to watch the video that LSU put together yet. Mm-hmm. But, um Uh, that there's no doubt that she was the biggest uh, recruit in LSU women's basketball history to get her to stay home and beat out Pat summit for her was huge. And of course, LSU had a fantastic run of many final fours and uh, Sylvia Fowles following and Tamika Johnson and uh, all those great players. But, um, um, you know, but then you, 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 you know how many statues and where where do you put them all?
0: <laughs> well, they might have there might be a statue garden before it's all said and done, right? Uh, I,
4: know, I know there's uh, I know there's a big there's a big contingent in, in my demographic that grew up watching Chris Jackson who who yep. who could say that Chris Jackson had as big of an impact maybe bigger than Shaquille O'Neal did.
0: Uh, I, I, and I would concur. I would concur. That if, again, if if there's another one that is deserving, Chris Jackson is deserving. I can't believe it took so long to hang his uh, jersey in the rafters.
4: Well, you know, there was all the stuff that, uh, you know, right. went on. and, and But, um, you know, Pete Maravich was right before I was born uh, mm-hmm. by a year. But in my lifetime, there was no uh, – Better basketball player in LSU at LSU than than Chris Jackson, Mahmoud, Abdul Rauf.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, and, and of course, again, absolutely. No, look, there's no doubt one of the all-time greats, and 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 is, and is as deserving. That, that, that is for but, you sure. Know, he,
4: he, there is one thing though; he never graduated, and mm-hmm. Shaq did. Right, um, but but, did, you know, but
0: didn't they didn't they change that rule? Didn't they change they did. that rule so that he could he, he could have his uh, his his uh, jersey in the rafters?
4: They did, and and of course, you know I I don't know uh, what the dollar amounts are, but you know Shaq's obviously given a lot of money to LA. Sure,
0: sure, but at the same time, again, nobody can discount what then Chris Jackson, uh, well, you know, was was for the program, uh, and um, and of course, brought (laughs) he was just an amazing player. I mean, (laughs) just an amazing
4: player, no doubt. I I, Um, I, I still have a box. I still have a box full of VHS tapes of him. Really. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah! I mean, that yeah. was just musty TV.
0: Yes, indeed. No, no doubt about it. Um, you've had a chance now to be able to watch um, spring. Uh, what What is your take now that you've had a had, a, had a, uh, been able to digest this over a, a few week period on what you're seeing out out on the playing field on the well, practice field? Pardon me.
4: I think one thing that I've said for months is that I think the offensive line is going to come together a lot better and quicker than people think. And I, Coach Kelly said as much the other day, and part of the reason why is because they went ahead and and got, have Will Campbell starting at left tackle, and 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 Brian Kelly's words, that's starting to make it come together and gel and look a lot better. They're still waiting on Tyler Steen, the uh, Vanderbilt uh, transfer that uh, LSU's battling Alabama and Virginia for. Uh, we thought we would have gotten word on him by the end of last week, but. Um, and I think, you know, obviously we go out there every day, and the first thing we, we all pay attention to is the quarterbacks throwing the ball. Um, I think they've all – I don't think you, you can go out there, particularly in the amount of the stretch of time that the media is in there, mm-hmm. and we're going to get another full uh, practice uh, on sat- this coming Saturday. And we probably got maybe two-thirds of one or a half of one on Saturday. Um there's no way you can say that there's a de- definitive front runner at quarterback. Uh, I don't know and, and if there was one uh, it would it would be by a, a sliver and and you certainly couldn't predict who was number two and who was number three.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: so there you go it, it's um, and, I, and I think Jaden Daniels of the four quarterbacks might be the one that's probably the, the most shaky throw on the football.
0: Is that because of the hesitation of learning the offense or just, again? No, I, uh, I, just, I,
4: I just think, uh, you know, as a passer, he's not as gifted as the other three.
0: Mike, uh, we keep hearing John Emery's looking really good. Uh, talk about the running back situation. Uh, are you saying the same thing?
4: I mean, he certainly looks great physically. Um you know, Brian Kelly was asked that on Saturday and, and said, that, you know, a big part of him is getting mentally right. And so I think a lot of those comments uh, were probably construed and in, in, in taken in a ways that uh, his comments about Butte, uh was weeks ago. Um, but, you know, you know Emory's got a real opportunity to be the guy, but I don't think Corey Kiner and Goodwin and and all the rest and then Noah Kano will, will arrive uh, – in the summer um i don't think any of those guys are going to uh sit down and, and um you know Emery obviously one of one of his big issues before the injury was holding on to the football and so um, I, I don't know what uh, how if, if he's had uh, if he's looked better at that uh th- this spring uh particularly when we're not in there
0: You mentioned Will Campbell. He's looked good. Uh, Others have mentioned Emery. Uh, They've talked a little bit about Miles Brennan at the quarterback position. Uh, At the wide receiver position, who stuck out?
4: Uh, I think Brian Thomas, Malik Neighbors. I think those two really look fantastic. I think Chris Hilton physically is getting into a whole other realm. I think he's one of several guys where they're probably feeding him every two and a half, three hours and – five, six, seven thousand calories a day. Um it's obvious to me that he's much more physically mature and added, added muscle. You know, is he a guy that's you know, ripe to have a, a, a breakout year. Um but but I, I think those two or I think Brian Thomas is you know without Booty out there being healthy, I think right. Thomas is your standout. How about on the defensive end? Um Look, man, Mason Smith looks fantastic. Uh, Allie Gay, uh, they, uh, Jaqueline Roy and, and uh, Guillory. I think all those guys, Jalari, Savion Smith, uh, He we had him for interviews on Saturday, and, and when he came and sat down with us and he was just wearing shorts, I can see in his body where he's just gotten so much bigger than he was at St. James. And so, um, I, you know, I had – Savion, right there, tied uh, basically one A and one B with Mason Smith for the best player in the state that year, and so I, I think Coach Kane's got a lot of pieces to work with on that defensive line. I think linebacker group uh, looks good. I think I think the, the biggest worry on defense is cornerback and safety. Um, I don't think either one of those groups. Uh, I don't know whether there's anybody that you could say is is. In the realm of being a a second or, or first team possibility, all SEC, um, maybe there's a couple that could be an honorable mention, but that mm-hmm. group is certainly not is behind to what you're used to seeing at LSU in the last 20 years. Right.
0: Let's shift gears to baseball. They sweep Mississippi State this weekend. Um, they're back up. they move up in, in in the college baseball polls because of that. Uh, give us your synopsis of what you've seen thus far with this with this LSU baseball team.
4: Well, it, it, it's it's we sit there and scrutinize every bit and piece of them uh, throughout the season, and they just don't got it. A lot of people thinking uh, they were going to unplug, then they uh, go to Florida and and look good. Then that now they sweep Mississippi State. Um, and then you look at the SEC standings, and everybody in the league is jumbled up in the same uh, with the same one-loss record, except for the Vols. Look at the, look at the West standings. I mean, everybody's just all together. Uh, not much separating any of them. So now, but now, now LSU gets Lamar tomorrow night, and they go to Arkansas, which right, you know, that's, that's going to be a that's going to be a tall order. But we knew that going into the sure. season. The LSU schedule it, it, absolutely brutal with all the toughest opponents on the road. But, you know, look, we thought Mississippi State was going to be mm-hmm. uh, that, that team, uh, one of the toughest opponents, uh, defending national champion. You go over there and sweep them in, in, in that raucous environment.
0: Hey, Mike, L- Larry just emailed me. He, w- he wants to ask two questions. Number one, Tyler Steen, if you could handicap uh, the possibility of him coming to LSU – and then he wants to know how can uh, Simone Augustus have her statue put up before Pete Maravich's statue was put up, even though the PMAC has been named after him. Could you, uh, could you take on those two questions for
4: me? Yeah, I, I don't know. Has, has there ever been a discussion of having a Pete Maravich statue? Is it necessary because the arena is named after him? Right. I, I, I don't know. Um, but And as far as Steen, I'm not hearing a whole lot of buzz here, uh, from LSU sources is how good they feel about him. I know after he had his visit, they all felt like they were in great shape, but that was before he went to Alabama, and then I know Virginia has mm-hmm. made a big push, and that's where his younger brother's at. So, Okay. Um, if you said that there's a confidence level out there, the, the, the people that seem to have the highest confidence are the Alabama media guys.
0: But, again, they have been, uh, just based on, again, reading your stuff on social media, a lot of offensive linemen as part of this recruiting class they're trying to be able to get in as well, right? Yeah. Which, which
4: will go a long way in, in, in solidifying that. Yeah, and if they, um, if they don't get him, you know, there's others. Uh, you know, I saw uh, right. the, a kid from Georgia hit the portal uh, yesterday. So. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. But, you know, but Steam was the starter. The kid at Georgia didn't play. Yeah. Yes, I mean, no it, it, the, the whole point of going to the portal is getting a guy who was, you know, you, you know what he can do, and he's he's done it. Mm-hmm.
0: You can plug and play. Right. Yep, that's for sure. Mike, uh, you've done some great things with the site. Folks that, that again, have not been on Tiger Bait lately, again, uh, they'll be amazed on how different, it, again, it has, uh, it has uh, really grown on in terms of what you're doing. Uh, why don't you tell us all about it and, and tell, tell the folks how they can subscribe?
4: Well, we've uh like you said we we're doing a whole lot with uh with uh we've always done a lot of video but we're we're doing a lot more on YouTube which is which is great for the LSU fan base because it's all free. So LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait is our YouTube channel. Go there, hit the subscription button and the notification bell. We load video up there almost every single day and sometimes three or four pieces a day. We do our live shows there on on uh Wednesday nights and, and other times. And uh, we're doing instant analysis reports right after practice. Uh, We'll have three of those this week. And um, so we've got all that for you, of course, on TigerBait.com. We're rolling out recruiting updates from all the visitors. And, of course, baseball, basketball, football coverage, the the works. We've got it all for you.
0: Mike, how can folks follow follow you on social media?
4: At Scarborough Mike on Twitter. And then, of course, the main site, TigerBait.com. Yep. Uh, go on there. You can try us out for a dollar. Uh, get on the site for $1. Try us out for a week. If you don't like it, you can hit the unsubscribe uh, button. And uh, we actually have a phone number. Uh, unlike our competitors, mm-hmm. uh, we actually have a phone number you can call. We don't we don't make it difficult. So right. go to TigerBait.com. If you're an LSU fan, we, we, we'd love to have you as a part of our community.
0: It's, it's a no-brainer, ladies and gentlemen. If you love LSU, you've got to be part of TigerBait. That's for sure. Mike, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. As always, we appreciate your time all right eric thanks for having me talk soon all right buddy mike scarborough uh, again tigerbait.com i'm telling you man he's expanded that site to where it's kind of a it's a mega site now again with the audio uh, again the, the the message board the, all you know the all the video they have it's really been remarkable again how that, that site has grown hey don't forget about our friends over at um hendrix neptunia uh it is a limited edition uh, one year it'll be on the shelves for you again um Uh, inspired by the magic of the sea, refreshingly infused with a blend of coastal botanicals and a crisp citrus finish. Uh, If you love Hendrix Gin, this newest edition of of Hendrix Gin uh, is out of sight. Hendrix Neptunia, available again in spirit stores all over the city. It's a great time to be able to try Hendrix Neptunia. Get out there and get a bottle today. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator with, again, hurricane season just um, uh, down the road from us, uh, why don't you get out there and, uh, and give my friends over at Burkhart a buzz. Uh, they'll come out. It'll probably be Jason Burkhart they will come out to your home or your business, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of the generator to be able to, again, uh, power up your home when the electricity goes out. Uh, and then, of course, uh, if you guys come to an agreement, uh, there are generators in stock at, at Burkhart right now. They'll put you in line for a single-day install. Financing is available for generators. You can pay that over time. The new install quality check is unique to Burkhart, something they do for every one of their customers and everything they install, making sure, again, you're, you're uh, comfortable with the, with the system. And then 24-7, 365 emergency service uh, with all the parts you need right at their warehouse in Mandeville. Uh, for the best in service, for the, for the, for the for knowledgeable, and, again, uh, again uh, a company you can trust when it comes to generators, It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella.
3: Chase loves soccer. I'm Chase Greer, and I'm 12 years old. And his dream is to turn pro. That's why Chase and his family make sure he's always having fun and squeezing out his best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, buddy, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze Fruit-On-The-Go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. That's my boy! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Product range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving
5: you know your closet well but what does it sound like yes your closet does it whisper your taste does it scream your taste stitch fix gets to know your unique style and fit its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you'll love with a shopping experience that evolves alongside your taste your closet will scream so you without actually screaming stitch fix for women and men we're so you
1: the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival presented by Shell April 29th through May 1st and May 5th through May 8th with Luke Combs, Willie Nelson, Winston Jimmy and Buffett, Ray. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, the Black Crows, the Abbott Brothers, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, Ricky Skaggs and hundreds more. Tickets available at innojazzfest.com and at the gate on festival days. Don't miss Luke Combs on Thursday, May 5th at the Fairgrounds Racecourse. Miller Lite, official sponsor of Jazz Fest. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you
0: again by Hendrix Neptunia. Uh, Again, uh, one of the the uh, top-selling, highest-selling super premiums in their their category, Uh, much like, again, Midsummer Solstice and and Lunar. Uh, Then it's the latest limited edition of uh, Hendrix Gin. Get out there and enjoy a bottle of Hendrix Neptunia. All right, I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us in the program. Coming up in hour number two, Ali Cassell and Larry Holder will join us on the show. You want to stick around for that. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and, of course, on the World Wide Web at ericasher.com, and, of course, our social media platforms as well. We'll be right back after these messages. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my A.C. ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any A.C. system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that A.C. this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. I'm your host, Eric Asher. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, great digital platforms to take the show with you anywhere. Absolutely free downloads for you, uh, for your smart tablet or your phone. Uh, Also, NASH FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base on your favorite podcasting platforms. And, of course, we can be reached at eric at ericasher.com on our email, but also on our social media platforms, at eric underscore asher on Twitter, eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. I want to thank uh, Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Coming up in this hour, I'll a of the bird rights. will join us uh, at around 5.15. And then we'll be joined by uh, Larry Hold at 535, again, from from The Athletic. Uh, Don't forget about the award-winning Inside the World Sports this week. Ken Trahan of uh, 106.1 FM and also um, of Crestedysports.com will be my guest on the show this Thursday, 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE. Also live streaming at 1 o'clock on Thursday on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And then come the rebroadcast. And uh, that's the first one at 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLATV2. 9 o'clock Friday night, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Much like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, it's fast becoming, again, the highest-selling limited-edition spirit in the super-premium gin category. Uh, It's happily spectacular. Notes of coastal freshness balanced with, again, fresh notes of citrus. Alluring juniper uh, character is lengthened by, again, deep, earthy notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals. You get that fresh coastal herbs and an unmistakable crisp finish. Uh, this limited edition, Henrik's Gin, can be found at your local favorite, uh, favorite spirit store. Uh, and it's a refreshing uh, spirit that is just perfect for the spring and summer months. Um, like I said before, Midsummer Solstice, huge hit. Lunar, huge hit. And uh, uh, the returns that we're getting, the reviews we're getting now on on the uh, on the Neptunia is just as, again, um, uh, great as, again, we heard uh, with the again, our first two limited editions. Now again, it was launched in March. It'll be twelve month launch here. So again, when it's gone, it's gone. So again, maybe you want to grab a few bottles, put them away, so that you have them for a while. Because much like us again, midsummer solstice and lunar, once they're gone, they're gone. So get out there and again and, and, and grab this uh, latest limited edition spirit by Hendricks Gin, Hendricks Neptunia. At your favorite spirit store, and uh, get out there and enjoy again uh, uh, the great uh, spirits as part of, as part of the portfolio of William Grant, proud sponsor of our Monday show and proud sponsor of our Friday show, the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. All right, uh, do want to mention that uh, again? The Pelicans will be talking to uh, Alec Sell in, in just a minute. Uh, even with their loss last night, uh, with the with the Spurs losing. Uh, they are now will host their uh, play-in tournament game at the Smoothie King Center on uh, Wednesday at 8.30. Uh, that's a nationally televised game. They'll be playing the San Antonio Spurs. If they beat the Spurs, they will take on the, the loser of, of, again, the Clippers and Timberwolves. And uh, if, they, if they win that game, then they get, they get the Phoenix Suns in a seven-game series. Of course, they'll start that on the road as well. Uh, but uh, we talked extensively about it in the first hour just very very uh, proud of um, very very proud of the um, uh, pels and again what they've been able to um, uh, do in, in terms of again lifting themselves off the bat at, at one and 12 to three and 16 to finishing out the season 36 and 46 10 10 games under 500 and you know hopefully this is the last time we're talking about 10 games under 500 just based on the nucleus that they have down we also talked about in the first hour again the a report by Jordan Schultz saying the Saints are going to take 16 and 19, package them up for a quarterback. If you want to hear my, my thoughts on that, check out the podcast. I just think it would be a huge mistake on the part of the organization to put up that many number one picks for a, a quarterback that is not a sure thing. Look, Malik Willis could be the next great thing to slice bed, Kenny Pickett, Corral. You can talk about all these kids, but we don't know. Because if you knew, if, again, the, the NFL scouts had a, 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 a beat on, on again, how, how good these guys could be in the NFL, they'd be top two, three picks. They would not get to 16 or 19. And to be able to move up to try to get to, to, into the top 10 to get one of these guys, uh, I think, again, I, as I mentioned the first time, I think would be reckless on the part of the Saints. You need to be able to rebuild that offense. Jameis Winston is serviceable and could be even better than that if you give him weapons. You give him weapons, he may be spectacular. Okay? We know he can throw the deep ball. We know he's been prone to mistakes in the past. He cleaned that up last season. Hopefully that will continue. And that there will be an opportunity to be able to see him play this entire season like he did the first seven games of last season. And that's all we can have. That's the only litmus test we have It's based on what he did uh, under Sean Payton, under Drew Brees, learning from him, and hopefully again learning again how to take care of the football. It has been his Achilles heel. To me, it's unfair. It's unfair to the fan base uh, to be able to not go out and at least surround him with weapons. You've done, The Saints have concentrated on big men, which was a smart move on the offensive defensive lines. When you look at the last few drafts, they really concentrated on, again, rebuilding that defense. And they've done it, uh, again, to, to, a, to a point now that, again, it's one of the better defenses in the NFL. You can hang your hat on this defense. They they are they are stoppers. You got a defensive minded coach and Dennis Allen. But we don't. I said before we don't know who Dennis Allen is. We have no clue. We'll find that out this season. But you got again. It's the responsibility of the front office, Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland, uh, and at all to be able again put some weapons around uh, James Winston. I've said it before and I'll say it again, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Drew Brees could take a seventh round pick in Marcus Colston. He could take a Lance Moore, and at all. Again, guys in one draft the free agents, and, and again, lift the level of their play because, again, those guys could catch and, and run precise routes, and it worked within the Saints' offense. Winston is a different cat, okay? Uh, he is going, again, he's going to try to go for the home run. Uh, yes, he's going to have to be able to again, make the short yardage throws. The Michael Thomas will eat those up. You need weapons. You need weapons, again, to surround him so that, again, he has the ability to be able to succeed, and especially, again, with – the possibility of Camara losing some games this year. Uh, there is a need. There is needs for weapons on this team uh, outside of Michael Thomas, who's coming off of two years of, again, of not playing football in the NFL. So we'll see how that, that plays out. But that, to me, this would be, could be just, you know, draft fodder. Could be, uh, but to me, it would be a, a huge mistake on their part. All right, let's um before but let, let's bring on our, our good friend, Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights. Talk about, again, the, the Pels as, um, as they are now in the, it is the playing game, but let's call it the postseason, no matter what. Ali, welcome to the show. Hi, Eric.
7: Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm glad you man. Took oh, man! <laughs> I was thinking about it, it you last night after the regular season.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I was thinking about you last night and thinking about our conversation in the off season, and then leading into the season, and then once again starting off again getting into a big hole, which again we all talked about. Pedals can't get into a big hole this year. And then the transformation of this of, of this team. Look, I don't think anybody knew Willie Green could come in and change the culture as quickly as he had. Uh, and and then also the buy-in of the players that we've seen, and and then that rookie class, which kind of puts you a little bit over the top. Nobody thought this rookie class would be as good as they are. And I'm talking, including Alvarado in that rookie class. And then of course the moves that were made off-season and in-season. To man, revamp this lineup, which I got to give a lot of credit to Griffin and also Trajan Langdon. Uh, Especially Griffin was walking the plank here in New Orleans, you know, before these these deals were made. And even though it's 36 and 46, and you're 10 games under 500, this is a different vibe in New Orleans right now when it comes to this team. And and I just think about our I thought about our conversations from the, the the end of last year, into the off season, into the beginning of the season, to where they are now. Man, it's light years from what it was.
7: Without a doubt, you can't even begin to compare, um, at least during the David Griffin regime, this season to the last two, even though the one loss record says they look eerily similar. The start of this year almost began, just like you've mentioned, Eric, a typical start for New Orleans in their franchise history, just a poor start, and you thought that the season was pretty much lost. I mean, through the first quarter of the season, next to the Houston Rockets, the Pelicans were the worst team in the Western Conference. I mean, to say that through 20 games, that that's a lot. And the biggest thing was this team held together. You know, past seasons, they didn't. And just about any other team that started off as poorly in history, in NBA history, has also gone wayward. That's why you rarely see, right, teams that have got the poor starts make the playoffs. There's been just a handful. I want to say about 10, 11, 12, something along those lines, since the playoff format expanded to 16 teams back in 83, 84. So the Pelicans have a chance to do that. They have a chance to join that special group. And the biggest reasons you already mentioned as to why, they have landed a locker room of 15 guys, thanks to the credit of the front office, that absolutely love each other. And that's the first step in building a culture, right? You have to have guys that want to spend time together. They care about one another and seeing each other do well. You know, forging real bonds in and outside of the court. And of course you gotta have a leader. And Willie Green has proven to be that leader. Because so this is a group that basically it's a bunch of fresh faces, right? They don't know each other very well. Looking back, I mean Zion, what is it? Zion, Jackson Hayes, and maybe one other guy that's flipping my mind right now have been here since the start of the Griffin regime three years ago. So they were fighting that as well. And for all that to come together and overcome that terrible start. You just don't see it. And that's why I think the players have often, over the months, even when they were losing, have always said that they like the guys they're playing with, that there's something special in this locker room. Well, they've proven it to be true. So that's why you have to be excited for this season. Those that know, you don't just look at the one loss record, you look and see that there is indeed a special vibe. And you've got all these right pieces, right? Whether it's in the rotations or with the coaching staff. But they are definitely, this is an organization that's definitely headed in the right direction.
0: But there's no doubt about it, and 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 it looks like it, again, what what was one of the things that that, that Griff talked about when he came on, and it's something we've seen with the Saints, right? You change the culture, you have an opportunity to have sustained winning. Now you need players to do that, and of course, slowly but surely they they're assembling those players. But we're seeing that now. We're seeing a culture where you can look at this and say. Look, this is sustainable. These, this is again. You might be ten games under five hundred this year, but I don't think they're going to be. If things stay the same on the
7: same on the same road, there won't be ten games under five hundred next year. Exactly. I mean, look, you've seen the foundation being built this season by having a locker room that just absolutely adores spending time with one another. And, and that's, I think that's the first key in the success. That means that they're going to be working together as a team out there. In past, you know, they've had to largely rely on their talent with Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, DeMarcus Cousins. The only times they've really truly made any, had any kind of successful season was because of their talent, not because it was the greatest sum of their parts. Well, now I feel like you see that there's potential for both to come together. And, Eric, that, that, that's just something we haven't seen in 20 years, I feel like, here in New Orleans. And, and, and to be honest with you, I, I've seen it rarely across other uh, franchises since I've started watching NBA. It's a rarity, right? You either go ahead and amass all the talent you can because, let's face it, pop in talent wins games. Or you build something like maybe, say, the Raptors or one of these feisty teams that weren't supposed to make a lot of noise, but they do so because all those parts came together well. Well, like I said, it just looks like the Pelicans have really – whether they've stumbled into it or they've just done a heck of a job, right, nailing every single box, checking it off, like filling up the roster with uh, talent, complementary players, work ethic, determination, all of it. It seems to be there. And that's why you've got to be excited to support this team. And that's why I can't wait to see what they can do in a very important playing game. I think this is something they need to go through, right? Before you get to next season, the year beyond, you start talking about sustainable success. You've got to first have some real experiences, and this is going to be a big key one for this group. Oh, there's no doubt. Look,
0: to to me, no matter what happens, it's a win, right? I mean, look, I I want to see them beat Mm -hmm. San Antonio. I want to see them beat, again, whoever's going to be, Clippers or Timberwolves, and I want to see them get into that seven-game series because this is just the next step in terms of the growth of this team. Uh, but again, if, if it's something happened and they ended up losing the Spurs, I would not be sad by what happened this season, because I know this is the infancy of what I think is going to be uh, the beginning of something really special when it comes to this franchise.
7: Yeah, this, this, that's exactly how I feel. And that's what I've been talking to other people about trying to talk to those people that say there's so much weight on this game. There's none. I don't think, I think this is already, as you mentioned, this season has been a win. Because you know and feel confident about this group on being a team that's going to win more games than it loses, right? Especially if they add Zion to the mix. I mean, can you imagine thinking just at the start of this year, any time last few seasons, if if there was no Zion, could you even think about success? Well, the Pelicans have enjoyed plenty of it since basically Thanksgiving. Their offense, especially after adding C.J. McCollum, has become a force defensively, they've really bought into what Willie Green Pieces and uh preaches. And a lot of that has to do with also front office adding key uh defensive guys, right? Herb Jones. He's he's in so many conversations for being not just an all NBA rookie team making one of those, but an all NBA defensive team. He's been that great. Also you've got Jose Alvarado, Najee Marshall, you've got, like I said, all these great pieces. So yeah, Eric, this season already goes down as a big win for me. I'm not worried about this playing game. That's just going to be icing on the cake.
0: And and in the past, we've seen Pelican teams where they built a great bench, right? And then that bench goes elsewhere, and it's scattered all over the league, and those guys are contributing, never really being able to get over the top. So this is, the team has built a bench, but now, again, there are there are top-line players on this team that have to be reckoned with. And look, it, look it, it took some pain. Look, get, moving off from Josh Hart, I really like Nikhil Alexander-Walker as a player. I think eventually if he gets it together, he could be really great. Lozada, we're seeing him in just a short time in his playing time at Portland. He can be a player in, in, in the NBA. He had to give up some assets. But, I mean, and, of course, the first-round picks that, again, that had to give up to be able to make up for last year's mistakes. But, I mean, all of a sudden, you you know, you've got a situation where you've got Valanchunas. Graham is a guy that can now can come off the bench for you. Maybe not the guy a lot of people thought he was going to be, but bringing in C.J. and Nance and Snell and, again, what they what they mean to this team. You look at C.J. now along with Valanchunas and a, and a Brandon Ingram who is, you know, again, I just – you know, he's kind of—I said it in the 1st hour, half—kind of coming of age. Look, yes, he was an all-star a couple seasons ago, but it looks like again, his success is more sustainable. He's stronger, he understands the game better, and then all this is again without Zion. And and to me, this is a franchise that always was revolving around one player. Was it Chris Paul? Was it Baron Davis? You know, was it uh, you know, was it Anthony Davis? And, and you know, and now Zion. And I think that this is this is a a franchise now where it's not dependent on one player anymore. Uh, that, again, it's not a make-or-break success on whether this player plays or whether the player buys in or not, because you have a good nucleus here now that you can build on.
7: Exactly. And, look, the Zion whole saga could have just possibly sent this whole season wayward, but it hasn't. And the reason for that is because there is other, you know, things you can look forward to, these players. Brandon Ingram feels like, honestly, to me, the face of the franchise. I feel like he's assumed that mantle and carried it well. You just watch him in his actions, in the practices, and and going back to the start of the preseason and what he's done for his teammates. You know, I watch him in games he doesn't play, and he's missed a lot. He's always in every single huddle. He's always in every player's ear. And for his age, at 24, I'm already seeing that leadership. Mm -hmm. That's just incredible. He's trying to do everything he can, whether he's on the court or not. And I just feel like that permeates down through the rest of the roster which now, as, as I'm glad you mentioned, this bench. You know, we know about the starters. I think people know that with right. C.J. McCollum-Brandon, when all the guys are healthy, they're good, right? That starting lineup, they haven't played many games together. I want to say they're about 7-3 and three or something when they've started, and they've beaten some very good teams. But it's the bench that has always kind of seemingly held New Orleans back, and especially it was at the start of this year. But since February, they've really turned it around, right. uh, and they've been one of the best in the league. They've been in almost top five the last three months. And that that has to go to, you know, Griffin adding the right pieces. You know, Larry Nance, you know, I think he's going to show fans more and more what he's capable of doing because he can do a yes. whole lot on the court. Trey Murphy, he, he's going to be, I think, maybe a key in a game or two if the Pelicans can get somehow in the playoffs. But if not, that'll wait till next year. But either way, when Willie Green looks down his bench, he's got options, right? Devontae Graham, Jose mm-hmm. Alvarado, he's got guys that are willing to put forth that effort. They're going to give you 110%. Plus, there's enough talent around these guys that you feel like scoring points, getting 115, 120, isn't an issue. So it's mm-hmm. a very well-rounded team up and down, uh, up and down the roster,
0: and, and a mixture of youth and experience.
7: Yeah, I mean, look, youth usually doesn't win in the NBA. Everybody knows that hard and fast rule. That's why they, were, David Griffin in the front office was so adamant about adding uh, Garrett Temple. And honestly, he made progress, especially with guys like Herb Jones early in the season that just didn't show up right in the win-loss record, but it helped them grow, helped them, you know, how to basically act out there on the court, how to talk to referees, how to make yourself just more valuable and uh, more effective. And now they have like legitimate, right, experienced guys on the court. So it's a perfect blend. You've got, you added Jonas and Alan Tunis over the summer, even Adams' voice, I just feel like didn't carry, but Jonas' does. And then of course, adding cj mccullum there's just never been a bigger um trade acquisition for the pelicans i feel like in their history and i think we're going to learn that because he's going to be here for at least a few more years for the Mm -hmm. rest of his contract but he has said he likes it here so if i think if they win he could possibly finish out his career here so that would be fantastic you've got guys like that leading brandon ingram of course Zion williamson who we know kind of needs help still maturing it's just a perfect blend
0: Breakdown San Antonio versus uh, New Orleans in, in the Smoothie King Center on Wednesday night.
7: Well, I'm glad, first of all, the game's going to be here at home because the Pelicans, boy, they've been terrible over in San Antonio. Anytime they face them in the regular season or the playoffs. I mean, a 6-32 and 32 mark. So, fortunately, they don't have to deal with that. At home, it's better. It's not glowingly better, but it's better. They're 17-25 here at Lifetime. And, you know, I'm looking at the most – the, the biggest thing they can probably derive from any of this is the fact that in franchise history, they have had a couple of incredible wins over Gre- uh, Greg Popovich. And the biggest one, I think, was in at the end of the 2014-15 season where they had the win to get in the playoffs, and they did. Yep. They beat Spurs when they had, of course, you know Tim Duncan and a lot of other great pieces. But as for this season, that what, what we saw back then, there were superstars in San Antonio. There aren't any now. So even though New Orleans only beat them once in four tries, you have to like their odds. New Orleans has those stars. Plus, they, these guys have not faced them when they've been fully healthy. right? CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Jackson Hayes, Jonas Bounchins, that starting lineup has yet to face uh, the San Antonio Spurs. On top of that, you've got to like the chances of knowing their game plan. You've played them four times. You know what they're about. They're not going to beat themselves. They don't turn the ball over. They like to push the pace, right? Greg Popovich shapes his teams to where his strengths lie. And right now he's got a young, energetic, long team. So he likes to push the pace, go through a lot of guys in the rotation, and just try and uh, beat people defensively by just getting your hands on balls, making you know causing those disruptions so offensively, being smart, and putting the ball in Murray's hand, right? Gezunte Murray, he's an unheralded point guard. He can do it on both ends of the court. He can get you a triple-double. And as we saw in a couple of games against the Pelicans, he came up big. I want to say he averaged almost a triple-double and at least a couple of their wins. So the key, of course, is going to be to stopping him. He can't go to wherever he pleases, which is inside the lane or pulling up for that mid-range shot. So fortunately, the Pelicans have Herb. But outside of that, they're just going to have to execute. That's been the biggest thing for this Pelicans team. seems like when they, when they get a little bit too loose and, and mm-hmm. get going wayward, things really fall downhill for this team. They've got to do what they excel at, right? They've got to be able to pound the glass. Don't give San Antonio second chances. Get out and run and just be smart with the basketball. Hit singles. is like Antonio Daniels used mm-hmm. to always say yep. during all regular seasons. Don't go for those home run passes. Don't try to make anything cute. You've got the talent to win. Just execute. Any chance
0: we see Zion in the play-in tournament?
7: No. Uh, we had heard, um, what was it, about a few days ago, that there was probably no chance of seeing Zion either in the regular season or in the playing tournament. The first real Mm -hmm. chance will probably come if they make it in the playoffs. Okay, good deal. And I know people will be looking for that. Always great to have you
0: each and every week on the program. Tell the folks about your fantastic site and how folks can follow you on social media. And, look, I'll say it again. No matter what happens on Wednesday night, the, the fan base needs to be excited about
7: this Pelican team. Yeah, and Eric, I will say that the fan base, I think, has shown that appreciation. They've been out to Smoothie King Center, even last night, a meaningless game, yep. right, for the standings. They showed out, and uh, a lot of people recorded the video of them. So anybody that doesn't call New Orleans a basketball town is sorely mistaken. Yes, but, you're yeah, right. You can catch all of our work over at SB Nation's The Bird Rights, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And I'm going to be breaking down on how the Pelicans can beat the Spurs, where their weaknesses are and such. That'll be up uh, sometime tomorrow. Looking forward to it, my friend. And, of course, the cherry on
0: top of the ice cream, the implosion of the Los Angeles Lakers, getting their getting their lottery pick. Uh, how sweet it is,
7: huh? They're in disarray, aren't they? They couldn't even throw yes. the coach first to his face that he was quiet. Right. Instead, he learned through sources. It's just ridiculous. That, that yeah. organization is a mess, and they need to be thrown into the fire for it.
0: Yep. Well, and, look, especially after, again, sabotaging that, that – uh, AD's last season here in New Orleans where everybody was looking for a playoff run, uh, you know what, uh, what goes around comes
7: around. There's no doubt about it. Exactly, Eric. I'm not sad at all. Karma does want where it deserves. I am
0: glowing. Game. Believe me, I'm giving them everything I can. I'm throwing dumpster fire <laughs> up uh, gifts, gifts at them and everything else. Um, believe me, I'm all in. I'm all in. Hey, uh, as always, Ali, thanks so much. Let's hope we're talking next week again about Pelicans moving on into the playoffs.
7: Absolutely. Take care, Eric.
0: Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate it. Hey, you know what else I appreciate? The New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. You know I'm a fester. I love the Jazz Fest. April 29th through May 8th, and of course, a lineup that's second to none. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Stevie Nicks, Luke Combs, Willie Nelson, uh, Jimmy Buffett, The Who, Erica Badu, Lionel Richie, Ludacris, Billy Strings, uh, Nora Jones, Charlie Wilson, Lauren Daigle, Randy Newman, uh, Trombone Shorty, Nelly. Pardon me. Also, Galactic, Cool in the Gang, Boss, Boss Gags coming, The Black Crows, Dumpster Funk, Ivan Neville. Also, again, don't forget about Elvis Costello, Kermit Ruffins, the Preservation Hall uh, Jazz Band, Buster Rhymes, Irma Thomas, Johnny Sassone, uh, the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, the Hot Age Brass Band, and so much more. You want to be in the mix for all that great food, the great arts and crafts, the ambiance, uh, meeting friends on, 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 on your favorite spot at the Jazz Fest, and, of course, the great music. Uh, it is April 29th through May 8th. Get your tickets now for the 2022 New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank in the market for a new system. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. At least let them give you a price. That's all I ask. Let them come in. Go, go do a consultation with you. Find out what you're looking for in terms of a system for your home or your business. And then, again, find out more about Burkhardt, the service before and after the sale. Again, never gouge you, never cheat you. Uh, authorize to sell some of the top brands in the industry, but also authorized to service all brands uh, for a company you can trust, especially if you're looking for that brand new system for your home, give Burkhardt a call. Check them out at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back with Larry Holder of The Athletic.
1: Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. We taste it for on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This
0: report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. When you apply for a home loan, there are different options depending on your situation and needs. With Rocket Mortgage, you can see how different down payments, monthly payments, and closing costs will impact your loan
1: and your budget. When you need a lender who works for you, Rocket can.
2: Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the, West Bank Express, excuse me, along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. And delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays solid on 10 eastbound from Williams to Veterans, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville. To just before the Bonnet Carry spillway. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike brandner Traffic Center.
0: Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Whether you're a contractor, professional, maybe a business property owner, maybe you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp. Uh, for commercial property insurance, maybe automobile coverage for commercial and business customers, Dave Miet is the place to go. Dave Miet is an independent insurance agent that searches over 50 companies for coverage. You'll get the best price. Uh, all you got to do is call, click, or come in at D A V E M I L O E T I N S or 504 556 0809. Or I'll set up a meeting at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun Inventory. You want to save? Call Dave 504 556 0809. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy Hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring Steak Night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 Choice Filet. Friday nights, Hot Ball Crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and Hot Ball Crawfish. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, but that means they keep the product on hand so when your A.C. breaks, they've got a replacement ready. So never wait, never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
3: celebrate spring at banana republic factory with 50 to 70 percent off everything discover vibrant dresses modern suits and more from 24.99 find your nearest store or shop online only at banana republic factory
0: welcome back to inside the walls brought to you by hendrix neptunia gin Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character that's linked in with, again, deep, earthy notes of locally source, Scottish seaside botanicals. Fresh coastal herbs, an unmistakable crisp citrus finish. It's in your um, favorite spirit store right now. It's a limited edition, 12 months only. Again, much like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, uh, fast becoming the highest selling limited edition spirit in the Super Premium Gin category. Get out there and get it now while you can. Get out there and enjoy, again, Hendricks Gym Nectuna. Uh, again, refreshing, uh, perfect for, again, the uh, summer and uh, spring months. So get out there and enjoy it right now. Hendrix Neptunia, uh, again, a proud sponsor of our Monday show. All right, um, let's head to uh, the guest line, joining us in the program as he does each and every Monday, from The Athletic, Larry Holder. Larry, how are you, my friend?
7: I'm good, Eric. How are you today?
0: Doing good. A little bit troubled by Jordan Schultz's uh, tweet today. Got to be honest with you. Hoping that he's dead wrong on again the possibility of uh, the, the the Saints uh, making uh, you know all that draft moves and to be able to move up into sixteen and nineteen and then maybe move up for a quarterback. Um, I just my my take is surround Jameis Winston with weapons. And and instead of maybe taking a chance on a quarterback in a year where the quarterbacks are really, again, not top notch, uh, as opposed to maybe other years where we've seen some of these young quarterbacks come in and and immediately make an impact in the NFL. What's your take?
7: I don't think in my mind that uh, it would be smart for the Saints to go that route. Uh, I just don't think that uh, here. And here's the thing. If you were making a move. In the first round to move up for a quarterback, uh, you better be sure that he's a franchise quarterback. And I just don't know, uh, you know, if someone like uh, Jordan and, and and you'd be willing to basically sacrifice this year because yes. you're missing out on two immediate impact players. And so, uh, you know, I and I, I'm wondering how deep down the line. Uh, the college scouting department has looked in terms of next year's quarterback class, which mm-hmm. might be a little bit better than this year's and, and, right. and things of that nature. So I just think that uh, if you are moving up for a quarterback, I feel like uh, that's uh, you're, you're going to have to jump. Here's the thing. You're going to have to jump as high as five uh, because I'm, I would be. I'd be surprised if Carolina passed on a quarterback because their only option right now is Sam Darnold. And uh, from I I could tell you from our our Panthers' uh, writer, Joe Person, who's been covering them for a long time, I mean, he's been pegging them to take Malik Willis uh, for probably uh, the last uh, month, I'd say. Uh, So uh, especially when they missed out on Deshaun Watson. So I think that you'd have to go up that high to do it. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to... Kind of bypass some players that would help you now uh I think to me that would be a mistake. I'm not saying it would be a mistake if they took one at sixteen or nineteen uh, because you would be able to at least get one of those, uh, get another player right. that could help you probably right away but uh to to package those together move up to, and to draft a quarterback, I think that would be troubling
0: yeah uh, me too and and you know I think that it would it, it would really. With with the loss of Breeze a couple seasons ago, the loss of Peyton now, I think the fan base would take a look and say, "Wait a minute, uh, is this a rudderless ship now?" Because, uh, look, if it was a, if it was a franchise quarterback like Joe Burrow and you're going up to get him, and I'm just using an example. You know, I think people get it, right? You know, if it's a, if it's a guy that you think is a surefire franchise guy, but these guys these guys are not. And maybe one guy is, maybe one of these guys are Tom Brady. We don't know. And maybe we'll look back on this and go, "Man, you know what? You surely could have went up there and got him." But when you're talking about a team that, that is still ready-made to win with a defense like they have right now, with, a, with again, the offensive line pretty much intact, with, again, now looking for a tackle, uh, with, with an Alvin Kamari, even though, again, he may end up being, being suspended. To me, all you need to do is surround uh, Winston with weapons and then just go, then just go to battle. And if it ultimately comes out that Winston's not the guy, you can make that decision down the line. But I don't think you can force a draft to try to bring in a quarterback based on the fact that, again, that maybe you're desperate for quarterback. That's things that the Jets do.
7: All right, and I, I just don't think that there's someone so high up in the ranks that you're willing to risk it all for this year. Uh, you know, I just in previous years, Maybe so. Maybe even last year. I mean, imagine if uh, mm-hmm. you know the Saints would have taken, say, Mac Jones. Mac last Jones, year. right? I mean, they, I don't think anybody they, would have had a problem with that, right? And they, it's not like they were mortgaging, uh, you know, the house to go get him. Uh, you know, you would move up, yes, but still, you're not sending away two players that you would expect, you know, two potential picks uh, to come in and play now. And so, uh, I think that's that it, there's a difference there and uh you know for me quarterback wise uh, i i personally personally like uh, pickett and mm-hmm. ritter i like those right. two guys i'm not moving up to go get those guys Mm-mm. i'd be willing to maybe even sit and, and wait in round two if ritter's there or matt corral's there because you know i i'll just put it to you this way and it's a uh, kind of just a, a piece of the puzzle. Our uh, our sure. draft expert, Dan Brugler, he put out his uh, draft guide, The Beast, as we call it. Uh, and the the top quarterback prospects, uh, one is Pickett, two is Willis. And overall ranked, Pickett is 30, Willis is 32, Ritter is in the 40s, and Corral is in the 50s. Man. So you mean to tell me that, boy, the Saints feel – that they need a quarterback so bad this year, right this second, that they're right. going to mortgage some of that stuff, I, I would have a hard time uh, as a Saints fan. Uh, for, for, and if the Saints did that, I would have a hard time buying it uh, as a Saints right. fan. And I, you would think that the Saints would have a hard time uh, making that kind of move, uh, given where these quarterbacks probably stand mm-hmm. on their board.
0: Well, and, and look, they've always said that they, that they, that they go by their board, right? They're, just based off the, the board you just, just just gave us as an example, that board cannot be that skewed on their, on that, on their, on their side, okay? I mean, they've got to be looking at it, again, through, through fresh eyes and, and, and can't be tainted by, again, the, the, the possible need for a quarterback. And I say the possible need because, again, we don't know what the situation with Jameis Winston is. But I will say this. Larry, this looks like a draft that just sets up perfect for their needs this year. I mean, you need an offensive tackle. You're in a position to get maybe one of the top tackles. You need wide receivers. This is a wide receiver draft. Oh, by the way, you might you know might need a safety if you don't go after veteran safety. That works as well with it with within the strength of this draft. That's going to fall right to you. I don't think you have to force the issue here.
7: No, you don't. And you you might need to force it a little at tackle uh, because mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, uh, if you're the Saints, you might be, and you stay stay pat, you might be settling for, like, the fifth tackle. Uh, okay. And that it depends on if you really love one of those tackles, uh, maybe you trade up to go do that. Uh, and I, I, I don't know if Saints fans would lose their minds if they went up and got one of the top two tackles in the draft. And, you know, I think that would be something you were – you're planning that guy to be on your team for 10 years, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. And uh, you'd you'd set yourself up really well there. Uh, And then you'd have your second round pick. And so you'd move forward. And so, you know, you got a top five guy. And I think that would, uh, at least, you know, in my eyes, I think people should be satisfied there. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're you're gambling a little bit if you wait. Uh, And then receiver-wise, there's going to be kind of a, a cluster, probably from, I would say, ten to the late twenties, and that's probably about five or six players. And depends on what you want to do, what you're looking for. I mean, you've got speed guys, you've got guys who are uh, kind of a mold of both. You got banged up guys, uh, you know, and and you've got say more of a Michael Thomas mold to someone like Traylon Burks. And so, depends on what you're looking for. Saints are probably looking for speed, uh, the the one without any real injury issues. Uh, and if you're looking for speed, would be Chris Olave from Ohio State. Uh, right. You know he's a smaller guy, but he he's certainly fast. Jahan Dotson from uh, Penn State, he could blow the roof off of a off the top of a defense as well. Uh, you're more established uh, kind of all around guys. dealing with uh, with injuries uh, that would probably that could be around someone like Jamison Williams uh, and, and someone uh, like Drake London from USC. You know Garrett Wilson ohio state you know he he's seems like he's the consensus top guy, and he's healthy, so I don't know if he'd be around uh and so look you know i I just rattled off six guys you might be able to get somewhere around sixteen and nineteen, and uh depending on what you're looking for you you probably have every flavor that that you, you'd like.
0: I'm with you. Um, last week, the Kansas city star reported that Tyron Matthew wasn't given a chance to be able to get, um, uh, a, a contract similar to, um, the safety they ended up signing. Uh, it was a $10 million a year deal, about $10.3 million over three years. Uh, so it was 10 years. Uh, so it was three years, 31 million, uh, $20 million guaranteed. He said to the Kansas city star that again, maybe he would have tried to push them a little bit on the contract, but he would have signed for that money. Um, when when he's been in, he's he's visited with with the with the team. Uh, just I mean, as a guy that analyzes the NFL every day, is he not a, worth ten million dollars as a safety?
7: I would certainly think so, and maybe teams are waiting out to see what the draft might look like. Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty okay draft in terms of safety. Yes, true. Uh, so I, that is something that that teams would be looking at. Uh, the Saints could be one of them, uh, and, and uh, but it's, it's you wondering. All right, do you want Tyron Matthew, or do you want someone who's cheap and you might have for five years? I mean, I think that's what teams are probably weighing here, and uh, you know, because uh, you, know, you get to this point, and um, you would think that he would have had a team, and he doesn't have a team. And, uh, you know, it's he's saying all the right things, and he's like he's trying to kind of make his case and. And I, teams are interested, but I'm sure they're interested at the right price. And uh, I'm sure the Saints are right there with them. The Eagles, uh, you know, they're reportedly interested too. And so, yes. uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think the Saints are probably weighing their options a little bit, and other teams are doing that too because, uh, you know, not every team needs safety. but the few teams that do, uh, there are probably some options out there that would be cheaper and more long-term and younger.
0: And, and Justin Reed was the player that they ultimately signed up at uh, right. up in Kansas City. To me, the Saints went after Mar, um, went after uh, Malcolm Jenkins because they needed a veteran safety in that backfield. Uh, they lose Marcus Williams. They lose Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins now. Well, to me I would think it would be a no-brainer to look for another veteran back there that can do what much like we saw Malcolm Jenkins do in terms of leadership getting guys where they need to be on the field that seems to be again uh, you know the mold of, of of a of a um of a honey badger so i mean I would you to see be to the see, to see to see what happens there, or if they do opt out and say, you know what, we're going to go with the young guy again and let that guy grow and just take our chances with, again, some of the things that may happen, you know, with, with the growth of a, of a player on the defensive backfield. But uh, when I saw the, the article, and it was 10.3 over three years, 31.5 million, 20 million dollars guaranteed, I'm saying to myself, the Saints cannot be saying that, that, is, that, that if, if he would be willing to sign for that, that's not a bargain for, for again, a Tyron Matthew at, at 29 in the prime of his career. You would
7: think, but uh, I think the Saints are trying to
2: kind of reverse
7: the course a little bit in terms of spending. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, they spent half the price of Marcus Williams and got Marcus May in. So, you know, and they haven't gone out and spent, and they've used assets to try to get cheaper assets in this year's draft because the cost might be cheaper and you keep them longer. So I, that, I think a lot of that is cost-effective uh, with the way they're looking at things. And So, you know, it's uh, – it, 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 those have to be the factors for me. I mean, because I right. don't think there's any question Tyron Matthews can still play. I mean, I don't think there's yep. any doubt. Like, it, it, nope. if, I feel like if the Rams needed the safety, uh, they would have signed him. <laughs> you know, something yeah. like that because the Rams are sure. like all in on everything. So it's, I agree. Uh, I think it's just a little bit of different philosophy that, that we're seeing right now on airline drive, and you know we talk about Tyron Matthew just because we're so familiar with him. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this could be other players the Saints uh, didn't want to do the same thing with. But I mean, Matthews has got it's kind of a different a, a different cat when it comes to uh, uh, New Orleans and Southeast Louisiana and uh, the love for him.
0: Tell us what you got what you got coming up for us on the Athletic. How folks can subscribe. And, uh, and, of course, your social media platforms as
7: well. Yep, at Larry Holder on Twitter. Uh, I have uh, – uh, I'm doing my uh, an NFL draft uh, mock simulation, ran 40 simulators through two uh, services. I have completed that. That will be coming out later this week. Uh, needless to say – and one of them, I, I did 20 of them that included trades. Needless to say, uh, the Saints were one of the more active teams – In these simulators, the results are certainly interesting. Uh, That will come out later this week. Uh, The latest would be Friday. So it will be Uh out on The Athletic in our NFL section and, of course, in our Saints section as well. Theathletic.com slash theathletic.com slash NFL.
0: And you know I'll be be checking it out. Got to subscribe to The Athletic. I'm telling you, best bang for your buck when it comes to sports reporting. At Larry Holder on Twitter. Larry, always a pleasure, my friend. You and the family have a great Easter.
7: Hi, buddy. You too. Good talking.
0: All right. That's Larry Holder. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my A.C. ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any A.C. system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that A.C. this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you.
3: Chase loves soccer. I'm Chase Greer, and I'm 12 years old. And his dream is to turn pro. That's why Chase and his family make sure he's always having fun and squeezing out his best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, buddy, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze Fruit-On-The-Go Pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. That's my boy! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving.
5: You know your closet well, but what does it sound like? Yes, your closet. Does it whisper your taste? Does it scream your taste? Stitch Fix gets to know your unique style and fit. Its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you'll love. With a shopping experience that evolves alongside your taste, your closet will scream so you, without actually screaming. Stitch Fix, for women and men. We're so you.
1: The New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival presented by Shell April 29th through May 1st and May 5th through May 8th with Luke Combs, Willie Nelson, Jimmy Buffett, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, the Black Crows, the Abbott Brothers, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, Ricky Skaggs and hundreds more. Tickets available at NOJazzFest.com and at the gate on festival days. Don't miss Luke Combs on Thursday, May 5th at the Fairgrounds Racecourse. Miller Lite, official sponsor of Jazz Fest. <laughs>
0: All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks again to our title sponsor on Monday, Hendrix Neptuna Gin. Get out there and um, enjoy a great bottle of it at your favorite spirit store. I want to thank our guest today, Mike Scarborough. Also, uh, Ollie Gassell, Larry Holder. Also, I want to uh, uh, thank all of our sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a sponsor to sponsor our program. And uh, as always, please support the sponsor sponsor our show. Thanks to everybody back in studio. Thank you for listening. Coming up next... It's Ken Trahan, Richie Mills, and Al Dupuy are his guests. See you tomorrow from the Dog Catch of the Governor. They all got to go.
4: Your station for prep sports.